Hey there, everyone. This is another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Dave DeBow, and today it is my pleasure to be interviewing Gary Hibbert all the way from Durham, Ajax, Ontario. Gary, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Dave, thanks for, uh, for having me on the show. I appreciate it. My pleasure. So if you haven't had the chance to meet or listen to Gary speak on stage or on a podcast or go out to one of his real estate club meetings, Gary is a very astute real estate entrepreneur, very experienced. He's a full-time real estate investor. He's also a realtor, and he focuses on helping people create a plan around real estate investing. He's worked with hundreds of clients over the years, and I think that's really important, Gary, because I find a lot of people get into real estate investing kind of ad hoc. You know, they're kind of winging it. They don't really have a plan. They don't have a, a target. So helping people with that is a huge, huge thing. So glad to have you on the call. And Gary, just to get things started, yep. why don't we start way back in the beginning and figure out what got you into this crazy world of real estate investing in the first place? Yeah, yeah. So again, thanks for having me on the show. So my, my journey started back in, uh, in 2008. So I actually used to work for a financial institution. And, and if you remember back in 2008, what happened then was that huge crash. It took a big hit to the, to the U.S. prices. But up here in Canada, if you remember, at least out here in the GTA, we didn't really have that big of an impact. You know, our, our, our real estate kind of did a little bit more of a sideways kind of a role. <clears throat> but the jobs actually took some hit. And one day I went into work, just a regular Monday, sat down in my cubicle, <clears throat> doing my own thing. And, and I saw one of my coworkers get called into the office. And he comes out and he has the infamous pink slip. Ooh. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's on. <laughs> so all day long, people were getting called into the office and they were getting let go. And at that time, I had just bought uh, our, our property with my wife and we had two young kids. And I really needed this job. You know, I, I, I couldn't afford to lose this job. And so anyways, fast forward, at the end of the day, the manager comes out and he goes, okay, that's it. We're not letting go of anybody else. So if you're still here, you, you got a job. So I remember driving home and I said to myself, never again do I ever want to feel like somebody's in control of my financial freedom or future. The problem was, is that I didn't know what to do. You know, I didn't know how to kind of get out of the situation that I was in. So I tried a bunch of different things. I got into stock market trading. That didn't work. I got into commodities. I mean, you're selling like wheat, soybean, oil, you know, that didn't Sorry? Pork bellies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got into currency trading where you start, you know, selling the, the US dollar, the Canadian dollar, the yen, that didn't work. So while I'm trying to figure out, you know, how am I going to get out of this nine to five job, I was putting myself in a lot of debt. And so I go into the bank, sit down with my financial advisor. And for the third time, I'm in there to take all my debt and put it into my mortgage. So I'm sure some of the listeners, you know, you've maybe gone through this where, you know, you've had to put your debt into your mortgage. And, you know, so anyways, she leaves the office because she has to go get the papers for me to sign and I'm sitting in there. And this is what completely changed my whole entire life. So I looked up at the wall and there's this index chart. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. So it shows what the stock markets have done for the last 50 years, what interest rates have done for the last 50 years. And what I keyed in on that particular day was what interest rates were doing. Sorry, not interest rates, inflation. So I looked at it and I said, well, hold on a second. If inflation is doing anywhere from 2 3% to as high as maybe 15 16% a year, so if you average it out, it's about maybe 5%. 
Then I took a look at what I was making at my job and my raise was only $1,000. And then I did the math really quick and I was like, okay, I get it. It's mathematically impossible to outpace inflation because when I did the math, my raise was like 1.6%. And they're like, I get it. I can't do it. And I was like, well, what if, if my home bailed me out three times? What if I was able to have three or four properties that could help me you know, get out of a financial situation? And that was the start of it. That is very, very cool. The first time I've heard somebody have such an analytical start to the real estate investing career, but that makes sense because he came from the financial industries as well. Well, here's the funny thing though, is that even though I did come from, you know, I was working at the bank, uh, it was TD Bank, I didn't work in the financial industry. I actually was IT. So I knew nothing about the financial side of things. My wife worked at Bank of Montreal. She was a an assistant branch manager, but for myself, no, I was, I was IT. I worked with servers and mainframes and Ethernet cables. So very, very different industry from what I'm in today. Wow. Very, very cool though. That's, that's an interesting revelation. That must've just been like a light bulb moment, a big, aha oh, big time, big time. Yeah. Changed my life. So fast forward to today. What is your, your bread and butter real estate investing strategy? What do you do primarily? Yeah, that's a good question. So I'll kind of go back a bit and kind of talk to where I am today. So when I first got into it, I got into, into multifamily, well, taking a single family home, converting into a two unit. So the first two homes that I did, <clears throat> that's what they were. And it was just such, such a headache. And it was the reason why, because, you know, I didn't know much about real estate investing. I didn't have a team behind me. And I remember a friend telling me about how risky it was to get into it. And, and I, understood what he was talking about and I almost got out of it completely. So one of the things that I always say is that there isn't a right or wrong investing strategy, right? It's just one that suits your lifestyle, depending on where you are. So then what I did was I, I, I took a step back and I actually did a search say, uh, you know, looking for a better way to invest in real estate or an easier way. Mm-hmm. And then I came across rent to own. So I was like, hey, this is interesting. So did some digging into that and, and I loved it. It, it was just a really great way for me to get into it because I didn't have to deal with too much of the tenant headaches. You know, th- there was a vested interest with the tenants that were moving in where they're going to buy that home in the next couple of years. And we're creating like a win-win scenario. And then after that, I got back, I got into just single family homes where I was like, okay, the rent to own is like a long or short-term flip. But now if I buy just a single family home and hold it, now I'm creating long-term wealth. And then from that, when the market started to shift again, the single family homes were really difficult to make work in, in the market that we were in. So then we go into converting these single family homes into two units and then holding those. And then now where I'm at, I'm doing some private lending as well. So it's, so it's a mix, you know, but so again, I, I think the, the important thing is, you know, depending on where you are in your investing career to pick a strategy that suits your lifestyle, if that makes well, sense. So that's interesting. So you started out with, kind of creating, you know, getting a single family home, turning it into a duplex. Right. Went into rent to own. Then you kind of went back into that original strategy again. Is that what I'm understanding? Correct. Correct. And it, it was just, again, it was just the education. I lacked the education in the beginning. I didn't know how to screen tenants. You know, I didn't really understand uh, working with the city and, and the, and the bylaws and how much parking spots you needed and the height requirements, you know, I, so I just went in blind. And once I was able to take that step back and, and really take a look and understand the different strategies, that was when things really kind of went a lot better for me. 
So with that in mind, if you were starting over again, mm -hmm. knowing what you know now, is there anything you'd do differently? Yeah. The one thing that I would do differently yeah. is, and that's the biggest mistake that I would say almost most real estate investors make is not starting sooner. You know, you, that's a mistake you just cannot correct. And originally I was actually going to start investing in, in real estate in, in 2001. And when I was at work, I talked to a friend of mine who had an investment property. So obviously I went to him and I said, Hey, look, I know you got a property. I want to get into real estate investing. You know, how's it going for you? He was like, don't do it. It's, it's a nightmare. <laughs> You're going to have headaches. <laughs> You're not going to enjoy your life. So stay away from real estate investing. And then I went home and I told my wife about it and I went back to work the next day and I said, listen, thank you so much for, for talking me out of real estate investment. I didn't realize how much of an issue it could be. And, and so I sat in the sidelines for about, uh, about seven years. Wow. You know? So, you know, and, 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 and I think the, the thing to understand from that particular story is that anything that you want to do in life, you know, just go to somebody who has the experience and is where you want to be, right? And that was a mistake that I make, that I went to somebody who wasn't where I, I wanted to be. He was maybe on that path, but he wasn't where I wanted to be. And then once I changed those, you know, asking those questions to the right people, you know, my whole life changed. Very, very well said, because it's a little bit late, you know, for, for a lot of people to say, well, I should have started. Yeah, we, we all should have started 10 or 15 years sooner, but the next best time to start is now. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. Think. So a little bit of a different question here for you, Gary, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, I'm sure you're familiar with rich dad, poor dad, all that kind of good stuff. Yep. He's got a, an expression. He says, we all have an unfair advantage or several unfair advantages when it comes to whatever we're doing. Yeah. So some people call it an unfair advantage. Other people call it a, their superpower. Uh, what would you consider to be your unfair advantage or real estate investing superpower? I would say that my unfair advantage would be, I am I'm an action. I like, I love to jump in and take an action. And, and I would say that I'm also very comfortable with making mistakes. You know, I think the more mistakes that you make, like I, I, I've made more mistakes in the last 10 years with real estate investing, but yet I've been the most successful. And, and I think people that make mistakes, they, they, they think that, you know, it's a problem or they're, they're, they're not in the right path and then they give up. Mm. But the key is when you make those mistakes is obviously to learn from it and then they continue to keep moving forward, you know? So I'll, I'll give you an example. And, I, and we talked about this earlier before we started was I, I broke my leg about six weeks ago and being a real estate agent, that is the last thing you want to do. Yeah. And it's my right foot as well too. So I can't even drive. And for that first week, I won't lie, I was just depressed because I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this situation. And there's, there's no way I, ca I can't be out there with my clients for, you know, for two or three months. But after that happened, I learned from it and said, okay, well, there, there's got to be some type of a gift in this and I just got to find it. And what it was, was it allowed me to really take a look at what I was doing, where I could cut out some of the things that I was maybe spinning my wheels on, put some new systems and processes in place. It also allowed me to launch a new business now, which we're doing, you know, private lending. So, so it's, it's, it's been a lot of great things that have come out of it. Obviously, I don't want to break my leg ever again, but, <laughs> but, but, but what, what I'm really trying to say is that things happen for a reason. And then just try to figure out what that gift is in 
that mistake or that issue or that problem. Well, that kind of answers my next question, which is, I mean, I'm, you, you've worked with a lot of people over the years, and I'm sure they, you see people who are paralyzed by analysis paralysis, and they're just, mm. they're just petrified at the idea of making mistakes. And, you know, quite frankly, at times, so am I. How would you suggest people get over that fear and just kind of, you know, go forward knowing full well that they're probably going to screw things up from time to time? Yeah, I think the best thing is, is the mindset. So before that, I, when I really jumped into real estate investing, I started listening to people like Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki. And when you understand the mindset part of it, that's the most important piece. You know, that whole analysis paralysis is something that does hold a lot of people back. Or sometimes they'll say, well, I don't have the money. And tell you little stories that I'm, I'm, I'm huge on, on, on whiteboard and writing things down. And I remember one year I wrote down that I wanted four investment properties. So at the beginning of the year, I didn't have the money. So there's no way I could possibly buy four investment properties. And then at the end of the year, I had four investment properties. So then I was like, I get it. It doesn't have anything to do with money. It has to do with mindset. Hmm. And, and, and once I understood that, learning that, okay, there's joint ventures, I could I, raising capital. There's so many different ways to do it, but, but it's about writing down your goals. And then, and then once you do it, you, you move forward with that, right? So mindset's such a huge, huge thing, you know, and, and, and learning from other people that, that, that have gone through that journey. Yeah. Clarity and focus too. Would you agree? I mean, yeah, having the right mindset and then like you did, you, you put that down on the whiteboard and chances are that was in your face on a regular basis. So consciously, subconsciously, you're seeing that all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I find in my own life when I get, when I get that crystal clear clarity, then miracles happen, man. Yeah. Big time, big time. You know, and one of the other things as well too, that I'm huge on is planning my day before I start my day. So then that way, you know, 80% of what I'm doing that day, I know what I'm doing. So whether it's having fun or whether it's focused on my business or whether it's going out and helping investors, my day is usually designed. It's just not by chance. So now at the end of the year, I can take a look back and say, yeah, I, I designed this year the way that I wanted it to go. You know, and, and then obviously, of course, there's mid-course correction, you know, along the way. But for the most part, it's design. And I think anybody can design their life. But again, it comes down to those basics of the mindset and, and learning from other people that are where you want to be. So Gary, you work with, with people, you help people out, like we talked about at the beginning, where you're, you're helping them get some clarity on what they're trying to do and come up yep. with a wealth plan. So what, what would you say is the biggest problem you help solve people, help solve for people that you're working with? I think the biggest problem that I help, you know, with, with within real estate investors that are getting into it is one, I think just believing in themselves to putting them in through a, a process, right. And, and systems so that they, they start from a, and then they complete when they're done at Z. Right. So, you know, we'll start off with a uh, fast start class where it's, it's the basics of real estate investing helps them kind of crunch the numbers so that they understand, yes, this is, a, a great way to get into real estate investing and, and, and here are the systems of how to do it. Then from there, we assign them like a real estate agent who's also a real estate investor as well to sit down and kind of go through a strategy with them. Then from there, we send them over to the mortgage agent to work out a financial plan, see where they can get the money. 
And then from there, we go back to the agent, go out, start taking a look at the home after they figured out what strategy that they want to deploy, getting them in touch with our team, whether it be home inspector or uh, the, the lawyers. So the whole system is, is it, it's a whole thing for every investor that comes to us, we're putting them into a system. So at the end, they're like, I can't believe it was that easy. Right. Well, it sounds like you don't, you don't just offer training. You like, you offer training mindset plus you offer them all the tools, resources, and team they need to actually start exactly. buying some properties. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so we're there for them, right? It's not, okay, well, here's, here's how you do it. Go and figure it out. It's okay. We're going to walk you through the whole entire process. And if you slip up or if you fall down, we're there to help you get back up again. Right. Awesome. And, and even after they purchase a home, we're still there. Right. Right. Because yeah, you're there for the long term. So exactly. if, if people are interested in finding out more about you, Gary, as we wrap things up here, All right. uh, what would you have them do? So the best thing to find out more about myself and my team and what we do is go to our website, which is smarthomechoice.ca. And if you go there, we got some free books there that you can download. So there's a guide that I wrote on tenant screening, how to, how to, how to screen your tenants. And then in a couple of days, you'll also get another book that I wrote, which is a smart guide to real estate investing. And it's a strategy on the rent to own strategy that I actually implemented when I first, well, a couple of years after I started in real estate investing. Fantastic. And right. just as we wrap things up here, Gary, so to leave people with an actionable tip or an idea that they can actually start doing if they're, let's say it's somebody who's just kind of thinking about getting into real estate or they've installed for a while. Yeah. What would you suggest as a, as a tip? I think the best thing to do wherever you are, whether you're out here in the GTA or another part of Canada, is to, is to attend meetings, uh, to go out there, listen to some of the experts that are in the industry, in your local market, talk to other real estate investors that are in your, in your area, and, and, and do that for about two months, three months tops, and then pick a strategy and then implement it, right? And don't, you know, again, fall into that analysis paralysis. You know, a lot of times people will keep going out and thinking, okay, well, I need one more class or, or maybe this is the better strategy. Just, just pick one, take it, run with it and, and master it. Very well said. I know you, you run some clubs out East as well. What are, where are some of the clubs that, or do you run one? I can't remember. Yeah. It's just the one that I run, which is a smart home choice, which is a real estate education company. Perfect. Very good. Gary, thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later. See All you right. Take care. All right. Bye. Well, thanks very much for checking out the Property Profits podcast. And if you like what we're doing here, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. We very, very much appreciate it. And if you're looking to create a regular flow of inbound investor inquiries about your real estate deals, then I invite you to attend one of my upcoming live online demonstrations. And you can check that out at InvestorAttractionDemo.com. Take care.